speaks, things go to happening. I want us to think tonight, we see that in the Old Testament, here Paul says to the Hebrews that God spoke through the prophets. I began to think about that and I I was reminded of 1 Kings chapter 17. Elijah runs his finger out in Ahab's face. He says, it's not going to rain. It's not going to rain because you're not right with God. And you know what that was? That was more than the voice of Elijah speaking. That was the voice of God. God was speaking through Elijah. And Elijah pronounced that judgment on Ahab. Now I want you to think about something. After God pronounces that judgment on Ahab, God takes Elijah and hides him down by the brook Cherith. Now a lot of people over the years, and I've heard it preached, that a lot of people have said, well, God did that to protect Elijah. But I'm going to tell you something. God didn't need to hide Elijah to protect him from Ahab. God didn't remove Elijah from Ahab's sight to protect him. Instead, what that was, was that was part of the judgment of God. You see, Elijah was the voice of God in Israel. And when God said it'll not rain no more, he quit talking. And he took his prophet and hid him by the brook Cherith as a part of the judgment. Can I say to you that the most severe judgment that God can ever pour out on a nation is silence from the throne. Now, I want to tell you something tonight. COVID has been bad. Oh, when you think about all the political upheaval and unrest of our day, it's bad. But I'm going to tell you what's even worse than that. And that's when God doesn't have anything to say to a nation. When God begins to steal away without anything to say, that's the most severe form of judgment. And I'm going to tell you, the Bible said there was coming a day when there'd be a famine of the hearing of the Word of God. I believe we live in that day. I believe one of the greatest judgments that God has poured out on America is that our pulpits are powerless by and large. Men don't have a message from the throne. They've got something they got off the internet or that they got in a magazine. And what we really need is some men that get hooked up with heaven and hear from God and get a message from the throne and preach what God has sent up. That's what, that's what America needs. We need a word from heaven. So they, he pulled that. But in the Old Testament, that's how God spoke. No prophet meant no voice of God. But I want you to notice verse 2 of Hebrews 1. It says, Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. So the writer here of Hebrews says in the Old Testament, God spoke to us by the prophets. But he says in the, under, under this New Testament dispensation, God has spoken to us by the Lord Jesus Christ, his son. Can I say to you, thank God for that tonight. He has spoken to us in this dispensation by his son. What does that even mean, though? You say, well, what does that mean to me? 
What does that mean about God talking to me? How many of you would agree with me tonight that if the God of this universe is going to talk, I want to hear what he's got to say. That's important to me. I want to hear what is, what's God's got to say about it. Well, I want us to think on those lines a little bit tonight. First, can I say that through God's Son, He has expressed Himself through the life of His Son. Look what He said here in verse 3 of Hebrews 1. Who being the brightness of His glory, this is speaking about Christ, who being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person. You know how you know what is on my mind and who I am? It's by what I say. A man expresses himself by his word. Can I say to you tonight that we know from the Bible that Jesus is, of course, the word of God. If you want to know what God the Father is like, you need only consider what Jesus is like. The Bible said in John 14, 9, Jesus saith unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast not known me, Philip? I, he that hath seen me hath seen the Father, and how sayest thou then? Show us the Father. The key to understanding, the first key to understanding the voice of God in your life is to understand the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the more you know about Jesus the more you'll understand about what the voice of God is saying in your life because God has expressed himself through the life of his son. Somehow, sometimes we get this idea that God the Father is up there and he's out to get us. But then Jesus swooped in and somehow appeased his wrath. But I'm going to tell you this. Jesus and God the Father are one and the same. God, the grace that Jesus has is the grace of God. The mercy that Jesus has is the mercy of God. They're one and the same. Jesus is God. He's God the Son. And so we know tonight that we can understand the voice of God by understanding the life of Christ. Let me put it to you this way. The more I know about Alan Williams, the more I know about what Alan's likely to say. Have you ever said this to somebody? Have you ever came to them and said, I'm going to ask you a question, but I think I already know the answer? Have you ever said that or said to them, I think I know what you're going to say about this, but let me ask you anyway. You know how that you have an idea of what they'll say? It's because you have an idea of who they are and what they are. <laughs> Let me say this to you tonight. If you want to know about the voice of God, the more you understand about the life of Jesus, you'll go to God with something that you want to know, and you'll be able to say to him, Lord, I already think I know what you're going to say about this. I already think I know what. You know how you know? Because you know something about his person, which is expressed in the life of Christ, which is written right here in the Gospels for our understanding. That is the first step to hearing the voice of God in your life is to be become acquainted with the life of Christ and know something about his express image. God has expressed himself in his son. Then let me say this to you. God has explained himself in the scriptures. God wrote a book so that you and I 
would not be in the dark about what he thinks. He wrote a book. It's the Word of God. And he explained himself in the Scripture. We know in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 5, 39 says, Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. I want to make a statement. Listen to what I'm about to say. You cannot hear from God apart from the Word of God. God has spoken, uh, and he'll use his spirit, which is the schoolmaster, uh, to bring all things to your remembrance, uh, but he's going to use that book right there to do it. Uh, I, want you, I want you young people to hear me tonight. I wouldn't make a decision in my life that I didn't have a verse of Scripture to back it up. Uh, I wouldn't decide on who to marry until God give me a verse of Scripture. Uh, I wouldn't decide on where to work uh, until God give me a verse of Scripture. I'm telling you, God does not speak outside of the Word of God. Over the years, I've seen people stand up and say, God told me to do this. And then what they did was totally unscriptural. There's no way God told them to do something that was unscriptural. He does not go against His Word. The sad fact is that in America... We are being killed with Bible illiteracy. I'm amazed. We live in this time. You know what my number one question is? Out of all the questions that I get, I'm going to tell you the number one question. People ain't asking me, Lord, nobody's asking me about the second coming of Christ. Nobody's asking me right now about the Gospels. Nobody, you know what my number one question is? And I'm telling you, and I, I, I guarantee you before the night's over, I have two or three more people have messaged me on Facebook. Here's what they want to know. Preacher, what do you think about the COVID vaccine? That's all anybody wants to know. Should I take the shot? Am I going to take the shot? Well, what? and there's so much confusion that exists. And there's a lot of it that could be put to silence if people just read their Bible. Just read their Bible. They could understand. But you know, people are illiterate on the Word of God. And I'm going to say something to you. Listen to what I'm about to say. You'll never, heard, you'll never hear the voice of God. You're like, you say, I want to hear from heaven. You won't do it outside that Bible. It takes the Word of God to hear the voice. You say, preacher, it's like God's silent. Well, how's your Bible reading? On the, uh, on the uh, bulletin that uh, Susan handed you this morning, if you didn't get one, see her, and we'll print out this morning and get you one. It's got prayer objects and different things on there. But one thing that I ask her to put on there is a daily Bible reading plan so that you can read through your Bible in six months. Wouldn't that be a blessing? Well, that's a lot of reading, I understand that. But don't you think it's important because you can't hear the voice of God without understanding the Scriptures. That's how God speaks in this dispensation. Now, in times past, God moved on men, and as men were moved and their hearts were moved, they spake and wrote things and all that. But you see, we have a that that, that, that is complete. We have that which is perfect now. Uh, and that which was done in part, Paul told the Corinthian church, uh, has been done away with. Uh, and if you want to hear the voice of God, it's right there in the King James Bible. It's the voice of the Almighty. I want to hear from heaven, preacher. Well, God has explained himself in the scriptures. And then let me say this. God has expounded himself in the sanctuary. Now, the writer of the book of Hebrews said that he hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. What is the church? 
It's the bride of Christ, but it's also the body of Christ. It's the body of Christ. Would it shock you tonight to know that God speaks through his church? Sure he does. Sure he does. I can prove it to you in the scripture. Romans 10, 14. How then shall they call on him whom they not believe? How shall they believe in him whom they've not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And I'm going to tell you why God does not speak through preachers today the way he did through the prophets. That is to come up with some new line of thinking. He does speak through preachers and speaks through the church by the word of God. And according to the scriptures, God has spoken. And men ought to listen. Men ought to listen. You know, I don't get to sit and listen to preaching much. But when I do, when I have a guest preacher in, somebody else to preach... I'm sitting there like a big sponge. I want to soak it up. Lord, speak to my heart. Allow the man of God to say something to me that I could apply to my life this week that would make me a better Christian. I'm going to say this, and I'm not just trying to guilt people into coming to the altar, but I'm going to say this. I very rarely ever sit through preaching that I don't get in the altar. I almost always do. Because you know what? If you ask God to speak to your heart during the preaching, you know what God will do? God will speak to your heart during the preaching. People that people that uh, that take so lightly the preaching of the word, or that turn a deaf ear to the word of God as it's being preached, they ne- they never hear from heaven. Uh, they sit in silence, wondering what God wants them to do, uh, because they have not heard uh, the God ordained method and way uh, that God has set up to speak to mankind through the church and through the preached word of God. So there is, God has expounded himself in the sanctuary. I want to say this to you tonight, Concord Baptist Church. 